Hello and welcome along to another episode of The Endless Stream. It's episode 7 this week. I am Aiden and I'm here as usual with Kevin and Brian. We are three illustrators, animators, filmmakers, all-round shit talkers who are going to take some of the endless stream of content that you find through Netflix, Amazon, YouTube, Spotify. I'm going to take a chunk of it and we're going to talk about it. Given the nature of these conversations, they're very spoiler-heavy. If spoilers bother you, maybe go off and watch the content and come back and join the conversation. This week we'll be talking about Invincible's finale, and we watch Speed Racer. If you haven't seen Speed Racer, it's a Wachowski film from 2008, which is a film adaptation of a 60s, 70s anime. A lot of people grew up watching it. It's very silly, and there are (laughs) wildly differing opinions on this episode. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast or giving us a follow on Instagram or Twitter. Over there you will find some of the illustrations or clips that we make each week to go along with the episodes. Just an extra bit of fun. All that being said, let's just jump straight into the episode. We have a bunch to talk about this week. We've got, as usual, Invincible. Falcon and the Winter Soldier finished up last week, but in place of that we're going to talk about uh, Speed Racer 2008, the Wachowskis. Had they done anything after The Matrix, or was the Speed Racer the follow-up? I know they were involved with V for Vendetta. and Yeah, I think this was the first film, I think. There was sort of assertion that they sort of, what, second-uniteded or shadow-directed V for Vendetta a bit. They were pretty heavily involved. I mean, producers producers normally are anyway. Though that that's kind of a misconception that directors hold all the power. Yeah, producers are always always have the biggest. Producers control the money, so that's where it's like that's where the power's yeah. at, isn't it? It's pretty involved anyway. There's a bunch of trailers to have a look at. Uh, the Oscars happened. Might hit on that a little bit. Let's not. Award shows are dumb. Anthony Hopkins got Best Actor. Now I don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's won an award. We know it's good. The assertion is it won an Oscar. It's not worth watching. <laughs> That's awful. I meant more of that. You know it's good, so you don't need to check it out for yourself. They gave him an award, so you can just... Uh, the Academy knows what they're doing. They gave, him, they gave the guy an award. I'm not going to watch it. I'm good. He celebrated as one should by releasing a video the next morning where he's dancing with Salma Hayek. Yes. She's going to be the protagonist in The Eternals. She's the leading ca- ca- actor in The Eternals. No. That's what I read. No. Did, not, did Kevin Feige not say it was about her? No. No, you... It's, it's, about, it's about Gemma Chan and Jon Snow. That would have been my, my guess as well. Like, I think Angelina and uh, Sama and, like, a lot of the, like, like the, the sort of... They're falling into sort of regal... Um, like they hierarchy and like they're they're your Odins and your Freyas and I don't know they're the upper echelon and it's the scrappy ne'er do wells that are going to come good that we focus on such is screenwriting. Okay, um, I don't know. I don't know where I read that. Anyways, I saw the action figure space from the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the bad guy. Well, I mean, look the the director of it one best director so yeah. you know that's that's something yeah for nomadland um and that won best picture as well did it she won best director anyway definitely i think uh best 
We're talking about the Oscars, damn it. <laughs> but you love the Oscars. You tricked me. You tricked me. I know nothing about Nomadland. I just started seeing posters of it coming into Oscar season and then it won everything. So is it <laughs> good or is it just... I mean, should I just watch it? I should just watch it. Well, you don't have to now because, as I said, it won an award. It, it won. So you can just okay. assume that the Academy knows what it's doing and now you don't have to watch it. I'll watch it. Nomadland, watch for next week's episode. There we go. Settled. Cartoon Saloon did not win for Best Animated Feature. Uh, it was funny seeing um, the Tom Moore and the Cartoon Saloon guys on the news the night before and even Tom was sort of like, yeah, I think we're going to come a close second. Disney's looking very strong again. <laughs> um, I mean, Soul is good too. I, I I need to have a look back through the best animated pictures and see. I think I've only seen two of them, but I liked well, both. <laughs> I, I I don't even mean in in that list. I mean historically, how many people beyond Pixar and Disney win? Oh yeah, it's it's almost always just just them. And and there's always sort of a little bit of controversy each year. Like for the last couple of years, anyway, they sort of do a little poll of you know the people that actually vote on the animated one and go how many of you watched yeah they haven't watched them yeah i mean that that's true of a lot of just oscar nominations anyway that people don't vote or or they vote in stuff that they haven't seen but like you know what's kind of funny about the oscars it's just kind of like you know i could be in my apartment and i could be like right i need something say to play like i don't know records and then it's just like this is an award-running record player. It's actually really highly recommended. It's great and it's good value or something. So it's just like, okay, I'm gonna get that. Or it could be like a brick, a freaking like sandwich press or something, like you know, a toaster. And it's just like it's award-winning. I was like, yeah, okay, that would, I can get this. This is great. And then it makes my life better because it makes delicious award-winning sandwiches. However, the Oscars, it's like it doesn't make anybody's life better. It's just like I'm not, I'm not gonna like have you and uh, Brian and Aiden over and be like, hey guys. Look at my collection of Oscar-winning movies, and it's just like you went out and bought them. You didn't, like, you know. It's not as if you know what I mean. It's not as if like it's like it's like what are the Oscars for? It's almost like award shows are dumb and mean. Yes, exactly, Brian. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm. used to be earlier for me. I think it is rolling in his eyes, but it's like, uh, but it's, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's just kind of like, uh, it's like, it's like who's it doesn't even benefit the people who win Oscars. It does sometimes, unless you're a woman, in which case it doesn't. Historic, historically, women that win Oscars. Uh, if you're talking about actresses, if if they win, the, it's it's almost like a, you know, the death knell for their career. If they go back. So you reckon we're not going to see that Frances McDormand again? This is probably it for her. Well, look at look at that look at that Octavia lady. She won an Oscar, and she's she's not been doing great. I actually, to be honest, normally when I see a movie and she's on the cover of it, I know it's going to be good. She's brilliant in Spider-Man. She's actually, she is in a really good movie. I watched it last year. I can't think of the name of it. Um, Spider-Man. Pardon? Was it Spider-Man? Spider-Man. She's in Spider-Man. Is she in Spider-Man? Yep. She, when he's, when he's signing up for the wrestling tournament, she, she's the lady who signs him up. Are we talking Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. she's in a movie where um, she's basically I think she's a vet or a nurse or something, 
but uh, in a small town and she kind of starts like like letting kids come over to her house and drink in her basement and all that kind of stuff and it's it's really fucking ma pardon ma although it's probably supposed to be pronounced ma Oh, oh, is that what it's called? Is it? Yeah, I can't remember. It did have a yeah. short name. Yeah, it's very good. But any Irish, any Irish person is just going to pronounce it Ma. Ma, yeah, Ma, Ma. Yeah, it is good though. Yeah. Is that is it a, is it a horror movie? Yeah. Thriller, drama, horror type of thing. What to call him is in it as well, and I quite like him. Uh, he's not been in any... I don't think he's been in any Marvel movies, but I'd love to see him in a Marvel movie. He's in the... He plays... I think he plays the illustrator in The Alienist. Luke Evans? Yes. He's... Yeah, he he was in Dracula Untold, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, yes. I love him. Yeah. You don't like him? Uh, no, I just think he's a he's a funny um, he's a funny one because clearly the world or the world of film has decided we're going to make Luke Evans something, and they keep putting him in huge things. I love him. But they're always just slightly a tier below being fucking great. You know, I and, know it's such a disappointment because like he is a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, am I am I wrong? Does he sing? Did he release I, an album? I'm pretty sure he sings. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. Like, I like the guy. Yeah. Um, but he played Gaston as well in Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yeah, he's so good yeah. at that. that I was... take it back. He's doing fine. He's, he's doing fine. He's in the <laughs> Hobbit. Yeah, I, I take it all back. I'm just no, thinking but, like it, Dracula. He's, and he's had stuff that was supposed to kind of make him. Yeah, Dracula Told was nothing big. Well, that's yeah. the one. That, like, that was Universal setting up for their Dark Avengers Dark Universe, type thing. Yeah. And Tom Cruise fucked that up. Ah, God, if he didn't, he, you know, there's a lot more people that fall than poor old Tom Cruise in that scenario. But yeah. <laughs> I never expected you to be the one defending Tom Cruise. Me? Yeah. I'm always defending no, Tom I just Cruise. No, ex- I expected Scruffy He was just baiting me, you see, but uh, he, 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 you know. I'm not baiting Brian. I'm always offended Tom Cruise. No, no, okay. Aiden's, Aiden's, oh, Aiden's baiting me. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, like, uh, I'm smarter than that. I Aiden always doesn't, I, Aiden doesn't think I'm smart. I always think it's funny with Tom Cruise, like because uh, it just it drives me. Like I know this sounds so stupid, but I probably don't know. It drives me fucking mad when you talk about Tom Cruise and people's like, "Oh, that's a weird Scientologist now." It's just like, yeah, that is that weird Scientologist now. What does the religion have to do with it? If someone turned around to me and, and like, you know, these are the most woke motherfuckers you're talking to, and you'd be like, "Oh, that weird Scientology, that's a bit ignorant," you know. Scientology is a scam, though. Come on. But look here, look. But it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to his career or anything he does. You know, it's like it doesn't matter if someone's uh, Muslim, doesn't matter if someone's gay, doesn't matter. It's just like, like I liked him in that movie, and they're good at acting. What does his? Uh, I I mean, I'm a huge fan, but I, I I think it's a bit more complex than that because it's. It's not been around that long. It's not a. It has a status as a religion, but it's quite clearly. Um, I mean, th- there's there's other institutions that have been around for a long time that have done plenty wrong, but this is a new institution that is nothing other than predatory, and to pretend. Yes, but do you not think he's a victim of it? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why. I, like, if yeah. anything, I feel sorry for him for that reason. Like I remember one newspaper did it. Did a, uh, a review on Valkyrie or whatever that one was, and it said Tom Cruise as a, a Scientologist playing a Nazi. You know, zero stars, and it's just like you can't. That can't be your review on something. Yep. Like Maybe. that's that's rude. That's I think that's ignorant. That's what that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's just I, like d- don't get me started on fucking film critics. Like I. I, I don't like them. Although although I did like I did one of the best reviews I've ever saw was in like an Irish uh, magazine or something like kind of supplement in the newspaper or something. But it was just like uh, Chris Brown had just released a new album or something, and then like literally the reviewer was like he beats women zero stars, and it's just like 
fair. Yes, I mean, obviously there are, are cases like that, but there there are people I see review movies that who clearly this was never going to be the film for you. You were never open to this genre of film. You shouldn't have been the one to review this. You're just going to not like it. If you can't approach the thing you're going to see objectively. like It's, it's why I always go on about Mark Kermode. Like, I like Mark Kermode's reviews because whether it's the most uh, highfalutin fancy pants movie or Shaun the Sheep or whatever the hell else, he goes in objectively and looks at where it sits in its category and it says, is it a good animated film in this range speaking of reviews did you see that Citizen Kane lost its 100% on Rotten Tomatoes because some arsehole went and dug up a review from the Chicago Daily Tribune in 1941 where somebody said they didn't like it that's brilliant it's awful but hilarious and now Paddington 2 is the highest rated I believe (laughs) Citizen Kane's overrated and Paddington I haven't seen but I heard it's a delight so there that's my review I think I think the thing with Citizen Kane is that it's a fine film and enjoyable. But when you layer it with it's the best film ever made, people get really fucking shirty about it. It's like it's like it's a, the greatest film ever made. It broke a lot of ground in its time. It's an important film. It's an important film. It's a good film. It's a good film. And, and it can be enjoyed if you just watch it in that context. Um, I quite like it. Oh, actually, you know what I did watch recently? They Live. I haven't seen that. The Roddy Piper one. They, they just added it to Netflix about a week or two ago. I watched it as well about a week or two ago. Brilliant movie. How, Excellent. Excellent. Had you ne- had neither of you seen it before? Oh, no, I'd seen it. I don't think I did, to be honest. I think I've seen... You know, it's like one of those things where I kind of... Obviously, I'm a good old, I'm a good old country boy and I moved to the big old shitty Dublin. And uh, they... Uh, like, you'd be in college and everybody's like much artier in college in Dublin. But uh, they will go on about it. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad just, thing. Just, just a better type of person. Anyway, go on, Kevin. Is it a classic I mean, mix? Did, hang on. I, I, just, I just want to say, for, sorry, I'm sorry, but most of the people in art colleges in Dublin are not from Dublin. We come to Dublin for art college. So if you're talking about it being a better class of people, you're talking about people that are... I know what I said. Majority not I love you guys. <laughs> Um, I just want to state that for the record. I have no idea what's going on now. Anyways, nicest people I met from Cork and Dundalk and Galway and I'm from. I'm not from any of those places. How come you? you there's <laughs> yeah, two he's people not here. You. you did a list of <laughs> he's places. He's not talking about you. <laughs> Where am I from? He wasn't including you. Athlone guys, come on. It's no, simple. no, no. That's a, that's the closest town to me. Where am I from, Aiden? He's from Athlone. You're a fucking piece from of shit. You talk about Athlone the whole time. You, you told me you're from. the whole time. There's nothing wrong with Athlone. Oh, you say Athlone's the best. It's my favourite thing in the world. Uh, voted most romantic place in Ireland, you dipshits. You said yeah. you, you, you miss sitting out on the crick. They live. Had not seen it before. I've always heard about it. And it's one of those movies where I should watch it. I should watch it. Then I did watch it uh, only a couple of weeks ago. And I really, or like last week or something. And I really liked it. It's very, very good. Okay, well then, tell tell me what it is, because I know the, I know the image of the guy with the like weird coloured face, because the guy's seeing him through the glasses, and I know I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum on a mile of bubblegum. That's the yes. extent of what I know about this movie. Roddy Piper, I think, is well, he was a famous wrestler back in the day, but it's mm-hmm. oh, it's a weird movie because it's it's. Did you watch it recently, Brian? As well, did you? Yep, yep. Because uh, it's kind of it's it's there's a weird pace to it or something. 
it's a little bit stiff and it's a little bit like kind of wow people buy into things real fast you know uh but it's actually really really good you know i'm not like i actually enjoyed it it's fun uh, it's probably less of impactful had i watched it 15 years ago but um but it's really good yeah i really enjoyed it brian brian is far more articulate to talk about it me likey movie movie people <laughs> nice to me <laughs> so, so g- give me give me the synopsis i literally i do not know what the movie is about. so what is it I do not at all, no. I know not. I haven't seen it. I know not. <laughs> I know not. Well, I don't like saying that. I correct people that say that because it's a horrible thing to say. I don't know anything about the movie. Would you please tell me a little bit about it? So, that I so might like, leave further elucidated. You, you haven't even seen the like alleyway fight scene, no? No, I've, I have seen okay. the picture of the face, the concept that he's looking through okay. glasses, and I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Uh, essentially, um, you see, I wondered out. I see, I'm, I'm, if I'm describing it, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it in terms of what people haven't seen it at all. I don't kind of want to spoil stuff, but so I guess if, if on a surface level, without trying to give too much away, um, a drifter basically finds a device that lets him kind of pierce the veil and see that um, all of humanity is kind of being enslaved. And that the Truth of know, this entire, yeah, this entire kind of like capitalist society we're living in is actually a form of mind control that uh, that you know, on every turn is is kind of telling us to obey and comply and to just consume, um, and that, that that there's a kind of a separate race kind of living beside us that is, is enslaved us effectively. So he starts to, he, he finds, it's a pair of sunglasses. I said device, but it's a pair of sunglasses and he puts them on and it lets him see, uh, like in, in terms of like advertising and, and uh, media and stuff, there's, there's these encoded messages and it's this really kind of stark uh, lettering and it just says stuff like obey, consume, you know, um, it's very cool. Okay. So I'm connecting dots. Is that where the obey thing comes Yes, from? that's where it came from. Okay. So I tell you what, as, as my homework, then I'm going to take away and go watch They Live. And as I talk about that, it reminds me that I've seen the last 15 minutes of Big Trouble in Little China and should probably watch the rest of it. Um, I don't know why I've connected those two things. Is it such a Jack Nicholson one? No. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell one. You're thinking of Chinatown. You haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, I have seen Big Trouble in Little China. I haven't seen Chinatown. You pleb. Oh, sorry. Chinatown you haven't seen. Okay, sorry. What I'm saying is I've only seen the last 15 minutes of Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, so wow. Probably watch it. You should watch that So too. those are two films <laughs> that I think are similar in era. Um, pretty similar John Carpenter are they they are yeah yep. alright well then yep. I'm going to watch two John Carpenter movies this week um, all of the kind of uh, the artwork and stuff that he sees I don't know was it actually I must look it up it's very similar to like Barbara Kruger's stuff and the, which Supreme then kind of ripped off mm. um, must actually look that up I, I don't know which came first did he did he base it on Kruger's work or I'm actually, I must look into that, which Supreme then later ripped off. Um, okay. But yeah, there's there's this extended fight scene in They Live. It's about five or six minutes long. And it's kind of funny, but it's also just like kind of brilliant in that it goes on for as long as it does. And it's, um, is it Keith David? Is that his name? Keith David is the name of a person. Voice of Goliath and Gargoyles. Yeah, Keith David and Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper is trying to make him put on the glasses so he can see what he's seeing. 
KTF is great. And uh, he's just like, I'm not, put, I'm not putting those glasses on. He's like, put them on. And he's like, I'm not putting them on. And then there's a five minute fight scene in an alleyway where he's just trying to make him put on these glasses. And it is just these like knockdown, drag out fucking. It's, it, I think it's five minutes long. It's, it's so long and it's funny, but it's also. I like that scene. I just love I, I No, I, I love it. I love the fact that he was like, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> I love the fact that somebody was like, John is maybe this a little, and he's like, no, no, it, if anything, it needs to be longer and, and sillier. And it's just, yeah, it's I love fun. it. Uh, Keith, must say then Keith David. He's uh, Keith David? I'm watching yeah. season two of Creepshow. I don't, well, obviously people don't know, but I love kind of B-movie horror Creepshow type stuff. I have no issue with bad acting, bad script, bad uh, special effects. I don't like it because it's bad and stuff. I, 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 I like the stories in their essence. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be like, kind of like say, kind of like oh like it's it's wacky and it's silly like you know it's not like kind of a it's like i genuinely do like these type of stuff anthology series but he's in he's in one of the episodes of the new series of creep show he's very good man yeah he plays the devil i love him he's great he's a great voice he's also in future man which is a really funny show on sci-fi if anybody's seen it i think i've seen it on prime but i haven't watched it it's on I think prime it's on now prime. yeah i actually it's actually quite good i won't give away details or anything but he's in it and he's he is so funny and it is brilliant I did actually I do remember I watched two movies this week that were really good that I really enjoyed Love and Monsters it's on Netflix the premise is that a big asteroid is coming towards Earth I think it's going to kind of destroy all of humanity and in an effort to stop it all the countries kind of got together and fired uh, nukes at the at these asteroids and blew up the asteroids however they weren't aware that the debris and the nuclear kind of radiation stuff would rain down from space and uh, it, it, it started to change animals and all that kind of stuff on earth where they became like kind of the dominant species and humans had to go underground in like uh, kind of like bunkers and underground colonies and communities and stuff and a guy he's only like 16 at the time gets gets uh separated from his girlfriend and his parents uh, different things happen and he ends up in a commune it's seven years later or something and he's absolutely like useless everybody in the commune is like really nice but they're they're like kind of like strong and stuff and they're they, they they're productive and they add to it and all that kind of stuff where he's a bit like useless and he decides to go off to the other colony to find his girlfriend it's really really enjoyable it's really straightforward it's it's fun it's a bit different as well like it's 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 i felt it was a bit different i won't go into why because massive spoilers if you haven't seen it but loving monsters it's actually fun turn off your brain enjoy it it's it's fun fair and what was the second film that you watched it? this this stowaway with oh god I, yeah i saw like a clip of that and it definitely okay go on tony collette Adam kendrick's <laughs> i really liked it, it now don't get me wrong, right? It's a really good movie up until a point in the movie, right? And then, kind of, it's it's a sci-fi movie. And that's kind of frustrating. It was a little bit more like, kind of, space shuttle drama, tension, trailer type of stuff. And then it turns into sci-fi. And it's it kind of, it loses its, itself a little bit. But it was still an enjoyable movie. I thought you love Anna Kendrick. I do like Anna Kendrick. I just don't like situations where it's like we've got three days worth of air and five people so we need to kill like I saw a clip of that and I'm like I don't like that sort of tension I'm scared by things I don't like suffering it's very very good man it's like like kind of again like I I think we watched Love of Monsters first maybe and then another night we watched Stowaway but I have to admit like I actually really enjoyed Stowaway it's very very good 
Okay. Like, it's, it, I've, I've, there's moments where I get build, to... building a list here. I got They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, Love and Monsters, Stowaway. I mean, I'm, I'm set for the week of films, I think. Yeah. But that's, that's, all I, that's all I watched. And YouTubes. I watched the YouTubes. I was learning how to give CPR to birds. Uh. <laughs> the benefits of zinc in your system. Not in the world. We all aware of the benefits in the world. Uh, You've been co-opted by big yeah. zinc, I see. By zinc. Do you know the zinc they use to make pennies in America is worth more than the actual value of the pennies? That's why I love zinc. <laughs> and that's why it's important. Important to have... Z- do people collect and extract the zinc from the pennies? I, I don't believe they do, no. But they're, they're trying to discontinue pennies and big zinc won't let them. There you have it. And here's Kev with this. With Kev, Kev's here with his, with his pro-zinc propaganda. I see through this. I've watched They Live. I know your game. Buy zinc. I'm, learn CPR. I'm on, to I'm on to you. For birds. Save birds. For birds. And go to the races at least once in your life. Kev is very much the Charlie Kelly of... This ensemble, I'm starting to see. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe I should be more cynical. Actually, I, I sometimes I think I'm not cynical enough. So sometimes I tell myself, I'm going to go on to this podcast and I'm going to be more edgier and cynical. So I, I, I sometimes I feel when you're making our talk and I should just... Make it. <laughs> For you... Please tell me you were going to say making words. <laughs> well, you're, no, <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> this is way too early, clearly. Like, none of us are... Uh, <laughs> we're not sharp enough yet. Emer always complains that I'm too awake in the morning. It's the only time I feel alive that I remember everything that has happened. Oddly enough, you're... Uh, you're, you're... Uh, lack of cynicism is going to be the most controversial part of anything that gets said on this yeah, podcast. Maybe. I, uh, Brian, did you watch anything? Without remorse, yesterday. Oh, the yeah, that's the Michael B. Jordan thing. Now, I thought that was a series. Michael B. Jordan. It's not. No, I, I I think when they first announced it, I think it was announced like three years ago, maybe, and. Uh, it was going to be a two-part, actually, no, it was two films, I think, not necessarily a two-part right. film. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's very much, it's all driving towards setting up a sequel. And I don't know if people, I don't know how much of a spoiler it is to say what it's setting up. Should I just say spoiler warning and then people can, it, it's a it's a, it's a a very average film, so, you know, it's... Yeah, I, I think I think you can I think you can say that. what you want to say here. Like we do say at the start of this spoilers, and we're being we are being, uh, you know, we're 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 assuming something based on what you've watched rather than. It, it, it's a it's a pretty long setup for another film. Essentially, Michael B. Jordan plays John Kelly, and John Kelly's family are killed. Because of some sort of revenge for something or yeah, other. That's in every trailer um, and that's the marketing of the thing. So, Yeah, yeah. But then it turns out. So by the end of the film, he um, 
he he's kind of he's broken so many laws he's he's done so much you know beyond his uh his juris- jurisdiction i guess um he's got a he's got to go disappear uh, john kelly's dead and he gets a new identity at the end of the film and his new identity is john clark bum 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 which if anybody reads Clancy, which I haven't, but I know this because I know this for whatever reason. John Clark is the main character of Rainbow Six. He's the leader of Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is actually the title for the leader. Uh, The whole film is to set up him becoming John Clark to set up. So he's very much the Nick Fury of his own Tom Clancy cinematic universe. At the end, he's like, I want to put together a counter terrorist thing and it's going to be called Rainbow. Why is it going to be called Rainbow, John? I'm not telling you why. It's personal. It's like, okay, it seems like seems like you don't really have a reason. Um yeah, so it it's a it's a prequel movie to him setting up a Rainbow Six movie, which will be the next one. As far as I know, it's set in the I think Rainbow Six exists in the same universe as Jack Ryan. So it's part of the Ryan verse. <laughs> Whether it's Krasinski's Ryan verse or Affleck's Ryan verse or. Watching these things, I've never read the Clancy books. I love The Hunt for Red October. I think there's diminishing returns on every Jack Ryan movie after that. I think Patriot Games is okay. I think Clear and Present Danger is a big pile of shite. Uh, the. Uh, Jack Ryan. Some of all fears is brilliant. I enjoy some of all fears. I don't think it's the worst of them. It's not. As, um, it's, it's, it's not as good as Changing Lanes. But it's a, It's not as good as The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> um, I think they rebooted with Krasinski quite well. Um, but in all of those, there's like in in the Some of All Fears, it's Liev Schreiber. He's the the wet work guy who's I going out and actually killing people. He's brilliant. I think that character appears in other films as well. The notion of this sort of. You know, there's the actual soldier who's... The John Clark guy. Is yeah. that John Clark? I, I... It might be, because I know that the... Like I said, it's set in the same universe as, as Ryan, so I think there is a connection. Possibly, I'm not sure. Yeah. My question... Or not my question, my, my sort of like inkling or suspicion watching these movies the whole time has been that, you know, this other character that we see in all of these fucking films is part of a broader narrative if we were to pick up and read the books but I don't know if that's his own thing or if that's the John Clark character as well like, I don't know if we're talking about two potential characters or three potential characters um, but either way they've never really got it like cohesive and moving forward as one unit no you know yep. it, like it's a different guy in the Krasinski series it's not Lev Schreiber I can't remember who it was in the Patriot game Willem Dafoe popped up in Clear and Present Danger Clear and Present Danger yeah um, so I don't even know if that's Clark, though, then, either. Yeah, anyway. but the the concept of there being, like, somebody out there who's doing the assassinations while Jack Ryan's going around going, I can't do this, I'm an analyst. And then he jumps out of an airplane. Um, I'm a very tall, strong, muscular analyst. Mm, mm, live. Uh, I watched Mortal Kombat. I enjoyed it. Um, it is very silly. I know you guys didn't actually get a chance in the end to watch it, so I don't want to go too far into it. I, the opening scene, you're right. Like, the opening scene, they put it up on YouTube. It's a great tone. That actor is in loads of stuff. He's actually in Speed Racer, if I'm not wrong. Hiroyuki Sanada? Yes. We're getting the Speed Racer, boys. I'm looking forward to it. Cannot wait. 
that's that's stuff that they set up. They make Scorpion and Sub Zero. They make that rivalry really fucking cool, and then they never really mm-hmm. deal with it right, and they never really could have come back to it. It's like just make that the movie then or something, you know. And I, I think that's kind of the criticism a lot of people have of the film is that it, it's it's got this interesting thing that it sets up at the start, and then it doesn't really revisit it until right near the yeah, end. Yeah, and even then, like it makes. It, it makes video game sense. It doesn't make... It makes, you know, if I push a few buttons and somebody popped in from another dimension, kind of sense. It's like, wait, why? What? Um, but you just accept it because it looks cool in a video game. I'll let you guys go off and watch it. People are already talking sequel on that, so it must have made some money. I don't know. I saw a mock-up of um, Ryan Reynolds as Johnny Cage, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, I'd watch it. I think that fits. Spielberg's trailer for West Side Story came out. I don't know if you all are West Side Story fans. Spielberg, I don't think of as doing musical. I think the few times he's tried to do like light comedy stuff before, it, it, it hasn't always worked. Um, like 1984 was sort of famously... Is it... Ni- no, 1940... What was the movie called? 1943, 1947? Like he was just coming off of like E.T. and Indiana Jones and then he did this thing with John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and everything else and it was just not funny. Like he couldn't quite do broad comedy was to sort of what the the reputation he got saddled with off the back of that movie whether or not he could actually do it or get better at it I don't know but um, it's definitely a movie where you're like why are you remaking West Side Story it's held in such high regard as a classic piece of cinema but then at the same time the two lead Puerto Ricans are white people so you know there's room for improvement I guess yeah West Side Story is you know it's cool but I don't know if I'm like, like, you know, it'd be like remaking Singing in the Rain, but like, why would you do it? But again, I'm, I'm not against remakes necessarily. Um, oh, Cats is great. Yeah, Cats is amazing. Uh, I'm not against remakes necessarily, but. Um, uh, Anna, Anna, Anna and the Apocalypse is probably my favorite Christmas movie and it's a musical. Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. What is that? It's a Christmas movie and it's a musical. I swear to God, if this is some Charlie Kelly bullshit. Like. No, it's not. It's not. It's a real movie. It's actually really, it's a really good movie. Uh, and I listen to the soundtrack all the time outside. And even Emer listens to the soundtrack outside. I've never heard him. I've only watched it last Christmas, that. but it's going to be my new Christmas tradition with Emer. We're going to watch Anna the Apocalypse. It's basically a zombie movie set in a high school in England and it's a musical. It's really, really good. And you know that guy, have you watched... He's fucking with Have us. you watched? No, it's actually really good. He's he's lying. This is some no, Charlie it's... Kelly nonsense, I'm telling you. No, it's really good. It's honestly really good. Anybody who wants to watch a good movie, doesn't. it's not in the, the most Christmas movie ever, so like you can watch it now. It's just been out to Netflix. Watch it. It's excellent. And in the Apocalypse. It's so good. And you know the guy who is the... Have you watched Afterlife with Rick Gervais? I have. Do you know his horrible... Do you know his horrible um, therapist in it? He's really horrible. Yeah. He's he's the school principal in it and he's brilliant. There's some really good punchy music numbers. Oh, it's excellent. It's so good. Brian is fact checking, I think. Um, it's actually it's uh, I I promise I'm being sincere. Whether or not West Side Story needs a remake, it's um, I don't know. It's interesting to me that it's Spielberg doing it. I mean, is is it a case of he's the only one with the clout to go? I want to remake West Side Story, and the studio doesn't laugh him out of the office immediately. I mean, what's Steven Spielberg up to, anyways? Not much. He's not doing Indiana Jones 5 with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. 
That's a disappointment. Uh, it's uh, who did we say was doing that? James Mangold. So yeah, I don't know what Spielberg is up to. I know he's like he was a great like obviously we're all aware of his work and stuff. I know he was a great director, but like has he? What was the last kind of one that he did that had a lot of hype, like Super Eight or something? That wasn't Spielberg. That was JJ, wasn't it? Yeah, Ready Player One was probably the last kind of. Ready Player One was muck. Who was the guy in that? Is that the guy from The Fault in Our Stars or something? I think it was. Tyler Sheridan or whatever his name is Ty Sheridan. I always get confused the baby driver guy the guy from the fault in your stars there's like there was a handful of yeah there's, there's three of them look alike there's there's, Ansel, there's Ansel Ansel Elgort the guy who played the new Cyclops which is something Sheridan I think and there's a third guy that looks there's, there's three of them that look the same yeah you're right Brian there's, there's a guy from the Hunger Games who was fucking a camouflage rock at one stage and someone stepped on his face <laughs> yeah that's accurate it's accurate but anyways all I'm saying is there's a bunch of white dudes that came out in like 2012 to 2015 or something and they were basically the same white dude and they were they were all annoying white faces and they fucking went for it didn't they bricks so he's producer on 2023 is the color purple. Are they making a series of that? Well, Oprah Winfrey in that movie. I always thought she was in the movie for some reason. She is, I think. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey. She is yeah. in it. Okay, yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. Got an Oscar for it, didn't she? I remember, I remember for some reason my parents had that recorded off the TV as a kid. And like, you know when I... But it won an Oscar, you had to watch it. Yeah, probably. No, you yeah. don't have to watch it because it won an Oscar. I think the Oscars are the list of movies you have to watch each year though, right? No, yeah, if you want to you be cultured and relevant, yes. You, you you can say I can skip these because I know they're good. I don't need to check for myself. What what else would one speak about when eating one's crackers and one's cheeses? The Oscars? Culture? Art? That guy in Italy from CBS? Kev, I want to point out to you that Prof- Aiden, Aiden has a blade in his hand and he's he's poking his brain with a blade. And I just, I just don't want you to upset him too much, okay? Okay, oh, he's being very profound, isn't he? I didn't realize you kind of noticed the uh, the, the poking your head yeah. with a scalpel. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. It was Stanley Tucci. It was CNN. Yeah, yeah. Cultured. That's what we do. We eat wine and think about movies. Speaking of movies, Speed Racer, Invincible. Um, oh, oh, did you watch Vincent the finale first. of Invincible? <laughs> I, I, can we not end? Okay, yeah. Invincible. Do you, do you want great. to end on Invincible? No, no, no. Not that. Uh, Invincible not was it. great. See, not cynical. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this episode of Invincible. I, I would say they did a good job in like showing like the absolute devastation and horrific kind of attitude of Omni Man and just like you know the pure disregard for human life throwing him in the train and then just like humans explode easily more easily than i thought they personalized it with that fighter pilot so that you cared about this human being so i was kind of in the wavelength of caring about the people that were at risk and then they killed so many of them that you couldn't help but get numbed in the same way that omni man yes. may be numb to the notion that these are irrelevant and that's why it's so fucking dumb it's a dumb plot any reasonable person after witnessing the fighter pilot die would stop but he lets he would just say like 
it, it doesn't make sense for Mark to continue to fight him after the absolute devastation he causes when he sends him flying through the city. Um, and then, and like the show's got this weird, I, I know the comic's violent and stuff, but it's this fucking catastrophe porn, trauma porn thing. It's just, the show loves it so much and it's just, it is numbing after a while. It's it's not, it doesn't serve a purpose other than look how far we're willing to go. It's so, it's just so stupid after a certain point. And then for Mark, that there's no reasonable person. He's got no reason to believe he can beat Omni-Man and he just persists. And after the subway wreckage, like the truth is, is like he's lost. And Omni-Man has shown him, you've lost, you lost this 10 minutes ago and I will do and I will commit as much carnage as necessary no he didn't he didn't look at the fucking devastation it caused it's so stupid like he is right that it doesn't make sense for him to continue to fight him because he he literally steps on people like ants and it doesn't make sense for Mark to, con- after literally witnessing it firsthand, like he, he's, and that shot was stupid with him flapping his arms going through the subway. It looked, it looked crap while he's like, he's doing this. It's like, Mark, you're making it worse. Tuck your hands in at least. Like you're, you're literally, <laughs> you're, you're fucking, your fingers are eviscerating these people because you're, you're scrambling like this. Any person that was put through that, and saw what the, another person is willing to do. You would just say, okay, yeah, you win. You win. Like his dad is right. It's like, you, you're causing this because I've, I've just shown you that I care so little about everybody around here. I refer to your mother as a pet. I've just shown you what I'm willing to do. You can't beat me. If you stand up and go again, this is what I'm about to do. Like that, it didn't make that 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 should have happened after the fighter pilot. Like, oh, wow. It's this huge effort for me to save this one guy ejecting from a thing. Like it's a dumb plot. Why is he wait seventeen years? He he destroyed a much more advanced alien civilization in episode two that have like portal technology. If he wants to take over Earth, he would just fucking take it over. We're so insignificant to them. Like they could literally just annex us and come over and say, uh, "Hey, we exist and uh, you're part of our empire now." And realistically, realistically, we would just say, uh, "Yeah, sure, cool." Um, yeah, you got us. He, like he doesn't need a son. He doesn't need to wait seventeen years to annex a planet that is literally insects to him. He says so himself. It's a stupid plot. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's stupid. And I will dump on it because it's so stupid. But anyway, go on, go ahead. We've got renewed for two more seasons, so we'll be talking about this when season two starts. Yay! I enjoyed the episode. I liked the uh, opening shot with the immortal. It was a nice way to open the episode. It was pretty, like, the rain, blood, and then the funk of the body was pretty cool. Um, The subsequent fight was um, cool. I really enjoyed it. It was bad in Man of Steel, and why did they think it would be better when we go, hey, you know when people said, you know, one of the worst things about Man of Steel is this stupid fight that, like, destroys half a city. Again, Justice League Unlimited did it twice. And it did it so much better. It has Superman versus Shazam. And they destroy a city. And you kind of block that Lex Luthor is built. And it makes sense because everybody's going, hey, Shazam, Superman, what are you up to? Like, you've just destroyed this whole thing. And they did it so much better. 
And then the finale with Darkseid versus Superman is so much better. It does the same type of fight, so much better. And it leads to this brilliant moment where Superman has this kind of realization where he says to Darkseid, you know, I walk around treating the whole world like it's cardboard. That is a good scene, to be fair. Um, but, you know, what what you represent is a rare opportunity for me to cut loose. And then he does. And it's brilliant. And it's justified. And it it's... It's 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 brilliant. It's yeah, it's and it's just it's just my it's it is mind numbing and invincible. It's just like it's the same uh, fucking the, shit. The, for the clouds were all minutes. yellow, and I liked that. Um, it was kind of cool visually. Um, I did sort of nitpick as like like one set of clouds behind the cloud layer sort of popped in a little bit. I just softened that transition as it came in because it sort of uh, like it's just me being a picky animator guy spotting like four frames of snap. Uh, the streak fight where they're like different colors bouncing off each other um, they haven't done that anywhere else in the show I know what they're referencing I get what they're doing there I don't think it worked well at the very least I think it should have been a two-tone color or put a glow on it or something because just the fat blue and red didn't quite work for me the city scene was pretty fucking devastating uh, I cared and was numbed and what I'm reading from it more than Brian is or because he doesn't agree um he he got through to omni-man because omni-man didn't want to kill him really um, all things being equal he wouldn't want to be uh, but at what cost huh at what oh. cost though i mean you know like he, he could like it's it's a stupid story because a few hundred people died there's seven billion of us we're ants. it's more we're ants. than it's it's more than a few hundred I do think it's done much better in the comic books. And even when that moment where the dad's like, why, why, like, you know, you have nothing left or whatever. Then he says, like, I'll have you, dad. And then the father, like, jumps off and stuff. I actually do think that moment is, like, don't get me wrong. I like the episode. I do think it's like, it to a degree, it's kind of, it's it's interesting to see how, it's like, it does do a real good kind of uh, job of conveying the absolute devastation that this type of kind of universe like or these type of beings would have on earth you know and i think ultimately there was a, it was a good episode when the father killed the pilot i i gasped i literally gasped i was like oh like it was shocking and then i was and then like and then when he was doing the whole train scene i was just like wow like we really are just bags of me obviously it's a cartoon it's not real but what i'm trying to say is in the comic books i do feel like that moment where Omni man flew off was more effective because I'm going to just keep going. I like this show and Brian's going to keep going. I'm dumping on it. And like to take a little bit of Brian's point, like the comic book doesn't do any of that. The two of these guys just fight in the fucking mountains. You know, they just needed, they just needed, they just needed to fill time. So they destroyed a city. I mean, I'll, I'll completely accept that. You see, what he should have done is he should have gone full vision, ship Theseus and had a conversation with his dad and try to reach him. And instead he let his dad use him. <laughs> to wreak havoc on a city look what i'm saying it, it like in terms of a plot it just doesn't make sense after witnessing the amount of destruction that his dad can cause for him to try to fight him you would say okay okay just just stop like it just it just it just doesn't make sense i, I, get, I get you but what what is he doing if he says just stop is, are we just like agreeing that you and i were going to work together and we're going to try and take over this world like Rowdy Roddy Piper's not around to save us. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying his 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 dad is right when he says like, "This is you doing this." It, it's like the Joker's line in the Dark Knight. You know, it's like, 
you know, I wanted to see what you'd do and you let six people die. You know, you didn't disappoint. And like, there is a point where he, he's, he has lost. He's lost from the moment they, they start that fight. And it's just for the show to indulge in showing the violence like that, it really undermines Mark's character for him to keep fighting. They, 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 they could get to the point in, they could get to the point in, in the mountain where he reaches him without indulging in all that destruction. Because when, when you make us watch that destruction as an audience, it really doesn't make sense for Mark to kind of going, yeah, but, but, and he, his dad has shown him, he's like, I will literally step on these people. Like they're bugs. This, this is the devastation I will cause. Like that subway scene is, it's gruesome. And he sees that literally up close and personal. And he's still like, yeah, but dad, like it, it's dumb. It undermines Mark's insistence to keep trying to change his dad's mind. They, they can get to that point in the mountain where he finally reaches him without all of that destruction beforehand. But it undermines Mark's insistence because Mark has no reason to believe he can beat his dad and he can't reach him. He can't beat him physically. So why doesn't he try to reach him in that point where he says, I will have you. It's so stupid for the show to have those three scenes of gruesome. Like I said, it really just indulges in this gore to the point where it's mind numbing. And it it undermines Mark's, it undermines Mark's insistence on trying to change his dad's mind because it's like, he's, he's shown him that he doesn't care. He, he refers to his mom as a pet. He's shown him the atrocities that he, he will commit. It just doesn't make sense. It's bad. Like they, they could literally go from him crushing the pilot's head to then having that fight in the mountain. And then he reaches him. We don't need to see all that. It's just really, it's, it's, it's just this kind of catastrophe porn. And it's just, it's, it's the Michael Bay of, of cartoons, but it's, once we've seen one head squished by the time we've seen it on the train and it's extended it it's about five seconds long or something where he like i said he's, he's waving his arms it looks dumb he's just causing absolute mayhem it's so stupid it, it, it can go it could go straight from the pilots getting his head crushed to his dad flinging him into the mountain beating the snot out of him and then reaching him it'd be so much more impactful but instead the show indulges in in five minutes of carnage for the sake of carnage Mark Mark is as numb to it as his dad. Like the, the, the thing is, if Mark is able to see that much human tragedy up close and to still think, oh no, I'm still going to reach him. I'm still going to change his mind. He's as, he's as numb to the violence as his dad is effectively. That that's, that's what I'm saying is that he, if he's as traumatized as he should be when he sees the pilot's head get squished with his dad's bare hands, there's a part of him is there's a part of him doesn't care because he's still insisting that he that he's right. It doesn't make sense for us to keep showing it. It, it undermines Mark's stance to keep showing it because what it's showing me is his dad could do this all day and Mark would still not change his mind. His, so Mark is kind of effectively numb to it too. But that's what I was that's what I was kind of saying. Like in the comic books, and it, that that it, it it undermines the story. It undermines the the. The, the sense, yeah, the that's what I say in the comic books it's, there's none of that but that moment where Mark is bloody in bed and like kind of bed into the side of a mountain and he says to his dad like oh I still have you I still have you dad and then Army Man is just looking at him and he kind of flies off and stuff uh, that's really effective in the books less so effective in here because it's just like why would you still want your dad he's after murdering 
hundreds of people and, and essentially using you as a weapon to do that you know kind of like you, you you can't claim to have that much empathy for human life when you've seen your yes. dad do all that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like, but that's um, that's my point. Uh, dad, I care about these humans. But it's like, you know, even but yeah, that's absolutely brutalized thousands of. That's, them. That's, that's, yeah, that's my point. It's just kind of like that. That moment is really effective in the comic books. It's less effective in the animation because of the like the. It's it's bad writing. Murder in in the show. It's it's bad writing. It's it's the but show going. Like oh, this this goes down a treat on the boys. So let's let's put it in here. Too. More gross violence. More gross violence. I mean, it's the guy that gave us The Walking Dead. Like it's gonna be fucking bodies piling up, and 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 it's and it. And gets The Walking Dead worse. is bad too. Oh my god, The Walking Dead is a bad. The Walking Dead is a terrible TV show too. I mean, what do you know? Oh well. Do you know what? Did he did he did. Two shows obsessed with human misery and just to no end other than misery porn. Did you watch? Did you watch Outcast? Was it? No. Outcast. Uh, Outcast. I thought it was. Maybe it's Outlander. His other show. Kirkman's no. other show. Uh, Outlander is either Jim Caviezel or a lot of Scottish fucking. It's not Caviezel. He's not an. Is outlander. he not the guy? So the uh, the first Outlander is the one where the guy comes from space and teams up with Vikings to fight an alien. I think that's Jim Caviezel. Are we talking about the TV series though? I assume. Yeah. But he but Kirkman did. I know now it's not. It's one of his comic books. But he did a Destroyer, which is probably one of my favorite comics. The Destroyer, so good. Cory Walker as well. It's the artist who did the art on the first Invincible. Was that before Invincible actually? Came? No, I don't think so. Just, just, yeah, because even looking at the the print quality versus, no, it could be completely wrong. Uh, it, Marvel may just have more money and it's better versus the print quality of uh, Invincibles. I, I just recall the Destroyer being more recent. Maybe it's not actually. I, I don't know. It's a great book. If nobody, if, if people haven't read it, Robert Kirkman's The Destroyer from Marvel. It's probably one of my favorite kind of like single issue story arc type things you know yeah so it's, it's like a or, self-contained graphic novel about a, sort of yeah, a yeah, superhero yeah. that's completely um uh in destructible and he um beats shite out of things really it's just another excuse to draw shit and have fun yeah yeah well basically yeah, yeah but is it like at the start of it he kind of finds out that he has cancer and he wants to tie up any loose ends before he dies because he doesn't want his wife to be at all vulnerable when he's gone and it's really, really good. But again, it is, it is yeah. from that end I, of like just being like a fun drawing exercise as much as anything else, you know? Like it's a real simple smash em up kind of story. And yeah. Invincible, as it moved on to Ryan Otley as an artist rather than Corey Walker, and Otley clearly enjoys drawing this stuff, it gets more and more yeah it, it becomes more violent as time goes on um, so uh, season 2 and season 3 should be fun I do I do have to admit one of the reasons one of the reasons why I kind of was put off a little bit by the like I look around I read loads of comics but one of the reasons why I was put off by it geez, like every cover was just him battered and bruised and it was real like it's like wow he never gets a break his poor costume guy it's, it's trauma porn what is it, Brian? It's trauma porn. Like that. That's yeah. Well, that's Kirkman's well, thing. Worry, is it's all hey, about. Don't worry, we're gonna be moving on to trauma pretty soon, buddy. Let me tell you. 
just to bounce through the rest of the episode real quick fight ends Omni-Man flies away Mark is picked up patched up they put together something of a life for him and the mother by sort of staging the father's death he gets to go home the teen team are around uh, Rudy gets to deliver the I hope he lives up to his name because to win this fight he's going to need to be in and then it cuts to the thing did it work this week? I think it worked I think it worked no fine. no uh, I don't. I think, yeah, I think it worked it, fine. It, it finally worked. Yeah, <laughs> they, nailed, they it. nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. it. And then uh, Alan the alien shows up and warns them that there's a Viltrumite on the planet, and we kind of get a little sum up. I stayed through the credits hoping for a little bit of a post-credit thing, but uh, not this week. It's the first week I did stay. It's, it's one of my big problems with the show is like you you can't go from Subway Carnage to the Hives ending montage. Tonally, the show is. A fucking disaster. Oh, I like the song that was very sad. I like the sad song in it. It really helps get my misery porn off. But like it, that that's my that's one of my biggest problems with the show is is we see this. Tony's don't take the carnage seriously because it just. But we're supposed to because it's it's so it's so detailed and it's it's the entire reason for for everything. You know, it, it, we're supposed to take it very, very seriously. It's supposed to be this big, huge, dramatic moment. Like, here's Omni-Man. Here's what he's prepared to do and he's willing to do. And here's what it looks like up close. And Mark is troubled by it. And then 10 minutes later, it's, hey, remember the hives? Remember the hives? Remember, let, let's do a fun montage at the end here. And it's like, you, you can't, you, in the space of 40 minutes, you can't go from fun fun montage with the hives which is it's such a weird choice because like how old is that song gotta be about 13 years old or something but anyway like tonally fucking disaster it's all over the place it's a bad show and you should feel bad i i I think it's a good show and i feel great about it and um i will be i will be sending a showreel and um a direct cv to uh, skybound asking them if i can make their coffee uh, I wish you would go for it uh, and ask him if you can make their show better I think that would be a bit presumptuous as a cover letter um, I think they're doing a great job and I think I can only help and hope to be a, a, a part of it you know like just just to be a little part of the cog in the machine you know I just I just want to be a team player so speed racers. Speaking of teams, we got the uh, the racing team of uh, Togo Can. Togo Can. I love Speed Racer. Hopefully, some of the people who are listening went off and watched Speed Racer or had seen it before. I got it on YouTube for a three euro rental. Um, I don't know where you guys picked it up. PlayStation for three euro. Uh, Brian is going to his Speed Racer shrine, pulling out his four K copy. Uh, but Barry, you obviously you hadn't watched it before you bought that Blu-ray. You'd be incorrect. Yeah, who's Charlie Kelly now? I had seen it before. Brian um, has uh, Chim Chim tattooed on his arse. And uh, Kevin, did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> no. No. Complete and utter dog shit. That movie was so bad, I don't like The Matrix. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, 
So, my take on this film, and maybe Brian can disagree or has his own interpretation of it. Um, oh, if he bought the DVD on purpose, he disagrees. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know if I can last this long. Hold on, I, I, I'm, I'm with Brian. I love this film. Aiden likes it. I love it's a good film. film, Kev. It's a good film. I was skeptical when I saw the trailer. When I saw the movie, I'm like, this is good. And then the more I watched it, the more I love it. And it's really good. They, my, my interpretation has always been, they looked at a 1970s dubbed cartoon that was ridiculous and said, we're going to make the live action version of that. And like Emil Hirsch delivers lines that you know they told him broader and try and make your voice not sync with your face. Like there's no way you arrive at these line reads without someone going think more seventies dub. And I think they did a they do a great fucking job. It's the opening. If they set out to make a shit movie, yeah, then I agree. They did do a great job because it's really shit. It's did, a great did it, movie. Did it ever look good? Yeah. The, yeah, it looks the great. Opening it looks great. It was gorgeous. The kid I don't believe drawing it. the animation at the start is oh, beautiful. The idea much. that it's so the the kids drawings that he's dreaming of animating around him. That I'm then to get mirror annoyed. that with the like. Um, you need to watch the, it again. Uh, ruin my the ruin my Friday night. And the stop! 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 I, I just watched it, Aiden. You don't need to remind me about every aspect of the movie. It's, it ruined it's my Friday so night. Good. I had a, I had so I could have had a nice evening with my girlfriend, and I watched Speed Racer, and she fell asleep. It was awful. I don't. I can't imagine it ever looked good. I hate everybody the, in it. What's the name of the I don't image like sequences? I can't believe I'd ever say this. The Maybridge, the and they've got yeah. it with the zebra. The, um, yeah. the kids flip it's book animation at the start through to like classic Moybridge animation billboards on the scene where the horses are running beside them. As he spins the car, that checkerboard turning into the circular spin. It's gorgeous. It's a love letter animation. They made it's Speed amazing. Racer on film and he's literally I racing on film at the end of it. It's great. Yeah, but it's like, it's awful because it's just kind of like let's make a live action cartoon. Oh, why why hasn't anybody done that before? Because it looks like Speed Racer. It's shit. It's so bad. Terrible. Look, I, I, I'll give it the shots that don't work, but the races are excellent. Like the the first time you see his brother, where he picks him up from school, and it's this like saturated blue sky. That looks bad. Doesn't yeah. work. It's kind of weird that they they stuck with that kind of stuff, but the races, no, disagree. Races are phenomenal. Disagree. So many races, three three or four big races. There's there's definitely shots in it that have a sort of like '90s reboot vibe, and it doesn't quite work. But at the same time, like I was looking at the yeah. fish, the little piranha fish that are eating the guy's hands sometimes, and I was looking at that going, they look great. This is on the edge of being god awful and also great, and it, at certain angles, it's lovely and. There's a shot in the film that, and it's it's not at the very start, but it's early on, and it sums up what the film is about and what it's trying to do for me. And it's it's just it's when when you see that shot, and you kind of go, "This is what the film's about. This is what it's aiming for." In each set piece, it's like, "Okay, I'm on board." And it's the shot from where Racer X gets in front of the truck, and he starts shooting at it, and it's this wide shot, and it's red and black. And it's just it, it, it's just fucking excellent. It's just like it, it, it's, it just cuts to that, and it's just like that's what this, this film is about. It's uh, here's here's what you're looking at for the last thirty minutes, and then there's this two second shot where it's red and black, and it's it's almost fully animated, and it's like that's what we're setting out to do here, and it's 
It's brilliant. So the movie is about a family of race car drivers, the racer family. Um, We join a young speed racer as he aspires to best his brother Rex's time at Thunderhead. So they wanted to have their kid Rex Racer, Speed Racer, and then like Spittle Racer. Spritle. Spritle. Fucking movie. I never thought I'd hate a monkey. I hated the chimpanzee. I hated everything. I never thought in my life that I'd ever have feelings. Chim Chim is so negative fun. Feelings and that kid towards... is great. He does a great job. That kid, that kid is great. What? Yeah. That kid is great. I I I'm I got I was so annoyed last night watching this movie. And I laughed at moments, right? I wasn't laughing at it. I wasn't laughing with it. I was laughing at this is my life. That kid did an that amazing a, job. That, I, that, that kid, that kid does an amazing job. That's like he. This is he, this is a, the wind He's up. a bit annoying. He's a bit annoying. But when you realize that, like what he's, he's doing exactly what he was set like told to do in each moment. And I don't know how old he is, but he, he he's he's brilliant in those scenes. Like he's definitely can pull up seventies cartoons where there's a little kid sidekick running around going, "Oh my god!" and then pops into like giant. Yeah. The the no the, no so 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 he, for one of the, the races the, the sh- for one of the races he was in the boot the entire time with a monkey. How did the weight not affect any of the fucking acrobatical shit he was doing with the car? I it's, it's a stupid movie. There's three races and you know what? That's two races too many. The Should be one race. At the start it's where shit. Like it's a real video game. Like they've taken the seventies cartoon. And they've thrown in like F-Zero-X with the cars spinning and knocking each other off of shit. And you're racing, he's racing the sort of, like, it's in his head, it's not there, but the sort of, the video game ghost of his brother. It's the ghost image of it's his brother. So yeah. good. It's so good. Like, he's, he's not racing. It's brilliant. The, the but, okay, I, but I, I want to say. And he won't, he won't beat his but brother. But I want to say, he. His brother, record style. I was going to say, he, he could beat his brother, couldn't he? He could. He could have he been that moment, but he let his brother's yeah. record yeah. stand because he loves his brother so much. Yeah, and he, but he, and he also knows he can beat him. What, what I was going to say though is, uh, uh, shit plot. The plot is fantastic. It's got an amazing script. I love how it's Brian. Brian, could you give us the plot just a little synopsis? Oh. Filling the listeners in. I'm getting sad. The Razor family are an independent race team, and this big rate racing. It's the biggest sport in the in this world. It's the biggest thing, oh. and. A professional, a big corporation wants to, basically wants him to race for them and wants to kind of take over the family business. And when he turns them down, it's kind of revealed to him that, you know, your love for racing, it's all fixed. It's all run by corporations and, you know, you'll never race again. And it's then kind of about his struggle to, to prove to kind of discover why he wants to race and to prove to prove that guy wrong. And it's it's built on, for me, it's built on three really good scenes. There's, there's, there's even a little like sub-theme there of an independent producer, racer, filmmaker, fighting to do what they do in a large corporate mm-hmm. system. Which has keys. Anyway, Brian? The, there's, there's, for me, I think it's a great script and I think it's structured so well and it's built on three... There's, 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 you think it's a great script, but you think it's a great script. It's a great, script. It's a great script. It really is. Are they ninjas? No, they're That's ninjas. Fucking That's brilliant. The best line in the it's movie. so good. And I, it's it's I three minutes. It's three three minutes of I ninjas. Honestly, uh, I three minutes of ninjas, and then Christina Ricci steps into frame and says, "Oh my god, was that a ninja?" And John Goodman says, 
more like a ninja. It's terrible what passes for a ninja these days. That is fucking comedy gold. It's hilarious. It's amazing. I laughed I, in the cinema. There was four people in the cinema when I saw it, and I laughed out loud at that line. It's Lads, so good. Be honest. Be honest with me, guys. Be honest with me. Is this like is this like a nerdy podcast? Are we losers? <laughs> I thought we were friends the, just having a crack. I've been telling that... people, I've been telling people, oh, I really enjoy doing the podcast. It's just talking to the lads. It's having a crack and blah, blah. And now you're talking this shit. It's a brilliant script. The I think where the ninja what the fuck backs is up into the chest and arms of John Goodman. We see John Goodman and we do a crash zoom into his college Greco-Roman wrestling ring. Had you ever seen the cartoon, Kev? Yeah, I I spent the fucking I spent the seven hours that the movie that's how long the movie is. I spent the seven hours watching it. I think he expected Ford v Ferrari. I couldn't remember who who which one of you liked it, and then I was just thinking it had to be Brian. Yeah, have you have you seen the cartoon? Are you like you're familiar yeah. with the character at all? Oh right. uh, yes, yeah, I would have definitely watched the cartoon. Yeah. Definitely, I know. Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would have watched. Um, no, I kind of. I don't really remember. I would have watched. I definitely would have watched. Uh, bits and pieces over the years. I don't think it was ever a big cartoon in my house because we probably didn't have the channel, but if we were at someone's house and they had it, we may have watched it. It was definitely it. on RTE. It was on the Den. Speed Racer yeah, on the it was den. on the Den. Yeah. Well, then I might have watched it, yeah. Yeah, but like at the same time, though, like I kind of, I've always had good tastes, so I probably didn't. For, for me, it's built on these three scenes where he, 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 talks with his, he talks with his mom, he talks with Racer Rex, and he talks with his dad. And it's it's at this point where he's like, you know, he's kind of having this crisis of confidence and he doesn't know what he wants to do. And his mom tells him, you know, you take my breath away when I watch you race. And Racer X tells him, you know, you got to figure out whether you want to get back in a car or not. But uh, I can't, you know, when you figure out why you want to do this, if you want to do this, um, I can't wait to be there to see it. And then his dad tells him, that he feels bad for just not telling his brother all those years ago that like, you know, he is more important than the, than racing to him. It's those three scenes that come at these kind of important points. And in the last race, it ties all of them together. So fantastically, he starts out dead last. He ends up dead last in the middle and then he's got to race and beat everybody. And the way those three talks come back in, between Racer X, his dad, and his mom. It's so brilliantly done. It's a great script. It's great plotting. Was this it's... film... It occurred to me as I was watching the end of it and, like, some of the visuals were, like, really kicking off and the sparks were turning into, like, rose petals and stuff coming out. Um, I'm going to come back to that in a second. Um, was this film released in 3D? I think it was, yep. I think it was. Okay. I just... Cause, yeah. like, I think um, it might be a selling point for going to see a movie in 3D. Um, I think I, it, I think it was. I think I saw it in 3D. I mean, I'd buy a 3D TV to watch this movie. What are you talking about? The scene when he's a little kid and he sets eyes on Trixie for the first time, and, and the, the, like, the rose petals the, in the background, the bokeh in the background yeah. goes into little heart shapes. It's it's great. It's it's such a complete use of film at every step, every oh. shot. There's no shot that's just a still image, you know. Every shot is yes. There's none. It's, every there's shot no shots. It's, it's dense delivered. with creative thinking, and I think it's great. Creative thinking—that's it's a very big statement. I can't believe Kevin doesn't like it. Oh, I f- fucking hated it. Couldn't stand it. 
crap. So his brother, I don't care. You know what? I'm going to spoil it. His brother's <laughs> yeah. Racer X. His brother's I Racer mean, X. I mean, everybody always knew his brother was Racer X. Yeah, everybody knows Nobody that. should watch it. I knew it. And then, then, Racer they said he Rex, wasn't. you mean? Oh, whatever the Rex fuck Racer, was. Racer Rex. Rex, Rex Racer. And then whatever is his bloody fucking... Then, then, anyways, that's like okay. So he's not his brother. Fine. It's like I like I kind of understood it. I was just like, yeah, fair enough. It's not his brother. His brother's dead. Okay, go on. And then at the end of it, do you ever think you made a mistake? Yeah, and it's like it's yes, brilliant. I did. It's my mistake, and it's just like it's just you know what? Too much time has passed. I don't care. It's brilliant. This, I have to go get the charger for the laptop because the laptop's going to die. But I just wish it would. All right, you go get your charger, just, Brian, and I will I'm talk just doing about this to be uh, nice to you. filmmaking. Hated this movie. Stupid movie. You should watch it. Matthew again, Fox yeah. was fun and uh, he crushed he crushed a man between a couch and a wall in yeah. a very it was hilarious seventies way. The little like whoop legs up by the ears. Yeah, hilarious. Do you, you realise what that would have done to his spine and probably his insides? The other the other ninja gets his pants pulled down and fucked out a window. Yeah, it's a cartoon, Kevin. They, they it's a, it's a kids movie, Chris, Kev. I mean, come on. She she could Christina Ricci. Why isn't she the one? Why isn't she the main character? She can drive fucking helicopters and she can race cars like no one's business why is it about speed racer and also oh, your, child's, your, your child's your child's up. I wear a Chelsea boot I wear a Chelsea boot all the time you just annoyed you're not the I, am, I, I can't even drive okay <laughs> I can't even drive I, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know if I never noticed it before but uh, I definitely noticed it watching it again how <laughs> how much Christina Ricci looks like a young Susan Sarandon it's like yeah that's yeah, weird. I, I just think Sarandon. Sarandon. Um, Susan Sarandon, yeah. Um, Sarandon. Why is she in Susan it? Susan She's a good actress. Susan She's Sarandon. I don't want this to die. Go get your charger. Come back with some of this energy. Um, Christina Ricci's great. There's something about... Maybe it's just my... You know, like, I've grown up watching Christina Ricci. I like Christina Ricci. She's five to seven years older than Emile Hirsch, and she dominates any scene she's in with him you know what i mean i mm-hmm. don't know if it's just an age power dynamic or just her comfort and film or just her charisma but like she just she outclasses him every scene he's in right? yeah am i am yeah I, am i mad on that or no she's great she's yeah. great it's, it's a it's a great cast i, I think you know like yeah is it, it's, is it, it's is it the, the main players are matthew fox got in trouble for hitting a bus driver and i think emile hirsch got in trouble for I mean, we can't. We kind of have to mention it, I guess. Um, is the is the bus driver thing true? I don't think that was that got thrown out. Apparently. Did it get thrown out? All, all, all I remember was Charlie from Lost said something about not getting on with the guy because he beats women. Yeah, and then everybody was like, "What?" And then he apparently did hit. Well, yeah. The 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 story then was that he was in trouble for allegedly hitting a bus driver but then it got thrown out of court was right. the last I heard and then Emile Hirsch apparently has I think on maybe more than one occasion he has he grabbed somebody by the throat some I think I don't know if it was a, f- a girlfriend at the time or something mm-hmm. so um, yeah don't it's t- kind of don't, annoying don't touch that, people yeah um, yeah I guess Pops isn't a great father <laughs> um, you don't think John Goodman's a good father I think father? John Goodman's a great father I think Matthew Fox and Emile Hirsch he, might not be the best people but they did a good job in the movie your child's obsessed with racing you called him speed racing yeah it's 
Brilliant. I hear um, the person. The family is also called Racer, Kev. So you know. <laughs> Pardon. The family is also called Racer. So you know. So yeah. you were, you were asking what's, why Susan Sarandon was in the movie? I mean, yeah. She didn't have enough. She didn't have enough of an impact on the story. She does she though. Peanut, she's got an she amazing made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. She's, Not the type of actor she is. She's a great actor. She's brilliant. She has that great scene with him, like I said, where she tells him, you know, how much she loves to watch him race. It's great. It's a really, really affecting, powerful, emotional moment. And then it comes back at the end, and it's it's wonderful. I hated all of it. Did you not think the scenes with the like the car? Like when they were like even just like parked at these lookout peaks things where the 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 light was hitting the car amongst the flowers and you're telling me are you serious? Are you asking me about that scene? A child and a chimpanzee are in a boot of and a, a, a racing car that he just drives around on the roads. Can you imagine if fucking Michael Schumacher was driving around in a Formula One car just nipping down to the shop, love? Do you want anything? It's it's a stupid movie. People are stupid. I hate it. And I hate you. I think you need to watch it again. I, I kind of think it's... I emailed PlayStation this morning and asked them for a refund. That, that's such a Kevin yeah. move, to be honest. <laughs> it's an Emer move. It's an Emer move. But, you uh, might want to cut that out. <laughs> 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 she she lamented that she lamented that hundred percent. What, what what did Emer think of the movie? Emer fell asleep. She had a great night though. To be fair, she said she was quite happy and cozy on the couch. She had a great night, but uh, she's shocked that you liked it because she really respects you guys and she thinks you guys are great. I, let it's her great I think Emer needs to watch the movie. It's a great film. Like yourself, I think the two of you yeah. need to sit back into. I think I, th- I think you need to go back and say. This, you know this is a kids' you know what, movie you know, adaptation you know, of a, a '60s cartoon where they said, "Let's make a '60s cartoon." The non-racing shots—I'll give you that—that that like some of the effects and the non-racing shots. Stuff that's a bit wobbly in time. Didn't didn't look didn't look great at the time and look even worse now. The races look gorgeous. They're so like when I was thinking about it last night, I was thinking about um, oh god, what the fuck is his name? Is it Rex Harrison? Fred McMurray, and he did like the absent-minded professors. The way we learn, where we see Flubber for the first time, and then they made Son of Flubber, and they remade those movies years later. But like, I look back at those movies where, like, you know, he's got a flying car because of this rubber thing he invents, flying rubber, and it's goofy as shit. And you look back at it and go, "This didn't look good in 1961, and it doesn't look great now, but it's so much fucking fun." And Speed Racer has shots like that where you go, "This doesn't." hold up very soon after this but the whole film is so fun and the actors don't let slip that they're you know if they're not digging it they don't let slip they commit to the whole thing John Goodman bringing his like Fred Flintstone level energy he knows how to live in a world that is fucking ludicrous where he's picking up a person and spin him around his head and just believe it and make you believe it make you love him for it. it it's a kids movie first of all it's rated PG it's a kids movie it's a, I, it's a I kid's know movie. I'd hate that if I was a child. <laughs> I know I'd hate it. I know I hate it. It's like, Mammy, why is John Goodman making me sad? His name is Goodman. Um, there's a, there's a shot in the rally race where the three cars are speeding kind of towards, like, they're on the horizons. Three cars are speeding towards, 
and the, the like the headhunters i think it's the ones who've been given the either the money or the furs and it's the close-up of their faces as they're in the background the the three three heads like taking up the entire skyline and the three cars are like speeding towards and it's literally something right out of like 60s anime and it's even even yeah, just it's, still it's, shots where matthew fox has been told sit as perfectly fucking still as you can only move your mouth and we're going to put speed lines behind you like that is a live yeah. action interpretation of money saving animation techniques from the 70s you know? yeah and i was annoyed <laughs> that the other race guy in the car next to him turned his head i'm like don't turn your head you're, you're ruining the shot don't move just talk yeah they they play it so dead seriously without it taking away from from the moment. Matthew, I think Matthew Fox is yeah. brilliant. At, like he's he buys the moment. He's so good at. I think he was sad. I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, it might have been, but he's yeah. good in it. Don't think he wants. I was to thinking of shots where like they've got the like uh, E. P. Arnold. I think his name was where he's. I can't. Remember, I can never remember his name. And he's a really good actor, and he's in V for Vendetta, and he's in. Um, I think he's in Stephen Fry's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um He's a great actor, but like oh, he's delivering yeah, this monologue thing, yeah. and he's moving through, and the ca- the camera's rotating around, and I'm like, how many times do they have to do this? He's and, chewing, he's chewing the scenery, and it's so uh, but brilliant. It was like, how many times would they have to like move him through the scene? And then I realized, no, hold on, this fucking After Effects. They just stood him still, filmed him once, and then just moved the element through the scene. It's like it's, it's great. It's. It's so much fun top to bottom. Uh, Roger, Roger Allen, Allen. from great. the thick of it. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Roger. He's brilliant. Yeah. The 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 race announcers are fun love. as well. One of them is like doing Edward Murrow. Race announcers are great. Yeah. No guys. I, I love the uh, kind of fist of the North Star reference when Spartan's yeah. watching. He's 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 watching the it, it looks like it's Darrow? drawn by Jeff it looks like Jeff Darrow. I think it's Darrow. But doing a, a Fist yeah. of the North Star reference. And yeah. then the two of them stand up and it does the anime. Yeah. Yeah. That, but again, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. That muck, kid, absolute muck. Muck. Yeah. Could have covered them without it. Two, two hours and 15 that minutes kid long. Doing that, that scene where he goes, when the mother comes in and goes, What are you doing? He goes, Nothing. And he goes, The same nothing that broke my last catch because that was a completely different nothing. That is. That's great. That's a great, great. delivery. He's great. Completely different nothing. That kid is great. That child looks 12 going on 72. That's probably why he was so good. He's, he's got a lot of maturity. Got... Why does he stow away everywhere and then people are surprised to see him? His parents are Because he does it in the cartoon. Why is Trixie no. flying a helicopter? Are they... What age are they? What age is speed meant to be? Where are Just you? out of high school, I think. 16, Just 17? kind of out of high school. They're out of high they, school. They're out of high school. So that's 18 anyway. Why are they, so, they, so they can go on they can go on holiday, holidays holidays this fucking skiing holidays she, she she can have her helicopter license she has a helicopter and a car yeah I think it's I think yeah. it's just stupid I can't believe Kevin doesn't like this film I think he set me up it's right up history <laughs> it's not I just said I like bad things but like I have some line. I, I, don't, I don't I mean look when when the lockdown is over we're coming to your apartment and we're watching don't Steven. be mean watch, yeah. don't do it yeah don't we're watching it we're again we're watching it we're having it we're having a few drinks and you're going to get this film what, we're going to watch it till you what's like there it. to get what's there to get 
What's there to get? There's nothing to get. Great script, great plot, great acting, great cast, great visual effects. Joy and just lads, uh, lads, celebration lads, of film. Lads, you don't understand, right? I, I had to pitch this evening to Emer saying, hey, you know. She fell asleep. What's the problem? We're going to get a pizza. We're going to get some garlic cheese fries. Gonna gonna have some beers. Sounds like you had a great night. We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch this show or this movie. Mm-hmm. And she left me. And she left you. She, she let you, or she left. She you. she she left. She left. I mean, well, she can just get her three euro back. Just send him an email to get her three euro back. I'd ask him to do it. I'm just not impressed. It's really it's really just made me sad. So did rough. you watch it on your laptop? Pardon? Is that what happened here? Pardon? Did you watch it on your laptop? Is that what happened? No, I watched it on my bloody TV. All we're going to say is, you know, like, I guess it's what, 66% between the two of us? Or the three of us? Like, positive review? Oh. Um, no. We're, Excuse me. We're going to advise the listeners. I'm a negative review. I have a negative review. It. That's grand. That's why we're saying, you know, two out of three, sixty-six percent. He's so angry. <laughs> there's, you know what? I was watching it, and there's loads of things I wanted to say, but I just, you know what? And it's like, and honestly, guys, and I mean this so sincerely and truthfully, I have so many issues with that movie that I want to bring up, but I don't want to get into it with you. Let's hear them. Come I on. don't no, want. This, 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 is, this was the exact point of the podcast. Oh, this was oh, literally was the point. Awful. I just, I can't can't do it this was literally the point of watching it so 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 like for example right they meet up in that between in that kind of gumball rally thing they meet up in the middle they uh, they catch they catch the bad guy by surprise on the plane because he's expecting somebody else okay uh-huh. yes you agree yeah sure. so he's shocked he's expecting somebody else so therefore whatever plan he had goes out the fucking window and then they land in this glacial part of this race and all of a sudden his goons show up and they have to drop on them how do they know he's going to be there doesn't really matter they, they're there it's and they have a little kung fu fight it's yeah. not a cartoon it's a live action movie but it's a cartoon it's not they, 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 they tracked it they tracked their boss he's got they tracked him with his phone. And when and when Sparky has that little scene where he grabs the guy's gun barrel and he pulls it back out and puts it in his face, goes, oh, like it's it's pure cartoon uh, logic. It's slapstick, yeah. Yeah, this is why you don't want to talk about it. Christina Ricci does a cartwheel, picks up a gun, changes her outfit before she gets into the helicopter. So Christina, she's the best in it. Like it, in terms of like she should she's be great speed racer. She's not a good racer as speed though. She can fight. She can fly. She can drive. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not about that. It's about who. She doesn't want who's... to be a race driver. We're not denying the fact that, yeah. that uh, Trixie could she's be a great. race car driver if she wants to, but she doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. He even tells her that that she's better than most of the other racers in the league. Yeah. but she doesn't that's, want to. That's why they put her in. Ultimately, is because you know she has the skills. But like, if she wanted to race, she'd race. If she wanted to race, I'm sure the film would be called Trixie Racer. Because she'd be married at this point. She, she's taken his name in a very traditional way. But I mean, she can keep her surname if she wants. But, you know, she doesn't want to race. So it's about speed. 
What's your next problem? Let's hear the rest. What's, what's next? Yeah, come on. Um, next problem. Well, no, because anything you say is like, well, it's a, it's a, it's a cartoon. You, no, hold on. But that, that's literally the point. Notes, so I want to hear That's literally the point. I didn't, yeah, take, I, 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 I didn't take notes. That's that's me just saying, that's just me re- repeatedly writing Die Speed Racer. I actually wasn't <laughs> doing anything. Um, uh, what else was there? Yeah, the wrestling scene with John Goodman. I love John Goodman. But... He's great in it. It's awful. Awful. Oh my god. Like all the things that they tried to pull off live action that was like kind of tropes in anime. Just horrific. The colours, the costumes. When he jumped out of the car at the end of the race and did his speed racer pose. pose. I don't care. I don't care. Like, do you know why do you know why we've never seen a Wolverine? In a yellow and blue spandex costume. Because nobody's been brave enough yet to do that. Right. No, because the producers are lazy. Yeah, Because it wouldn't work. It, it absolutely would work. Rocket Raccoon's costume in the first Guardians of the Galaxy is literally Wolverine's costume. You could put it on Wolverine. You could put it on a person and it would look great. You absolutely could. They just haven't had the balls to do it yet. And they and they will now that it's Marvel. And they're going to, yeah, they absolutely Actually, are. I do, I do think they... Uh, now that it's in the MCU, they are going to do a version of it. And like I said, look at Rocket's costume in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. It's literally Wolverine's costume. I do think, the, I do think with the Marvel movies, they are going in the direction where it's more comic true with the, in terms of the costumes. However, all, I can't even remember what I was going to say now because I think my brain is trying to cope with the trauma and forget the movie. But it's awful. Like, no, it's that, that bloody fucking... He didn't do much. He hasn't done much since then, has he? Emil Hirsch? Well, we were talking about that. Yeah. That's because he he's maybe problematic. Oh, yeah. is he? Okay. He, he got a bit manhandly. Okay, fair enough. Well, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. The movie's awful. It's awful. I'm did really you, sorry. Did you not Susan's even like the end credit scene with, with um, Jim Jim and Spridal? Um, like the, the music? Um, no, because uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, no. Why would you let a monkey work on a car like it's like look yeah okay it's a cartoon guys it's a cartoon it's a cartoon right fine i accept it i like it's fine yeah it's a great movie i loved it next question you're not getting into the the spirit of the whole purpose of this was was to to tell tell us tell us Um, everything uh, tell us everything matt the the whole like there's a whole like like you know there was was just like there was constantly new characters and plot lines and all this (laughs) stuff coming out and i was just like who are they talking about what are they talking about what's going on how is this a kids movie it's two hours and 50 minutes long and it's like talking about the different types of engines and oh whoever owns that will own the market and blah blah like all that kind of stuff and then trade deals between different people and all this kind of things and i I hated it. And then it's just like Rex and the government. I'm like, what's Rex doing? Why, why couldn't Rex just go back to his family? He works with Inspector Detector to try and straighten out the racing industry. Yeah. Because it's run by organized crime. Yeah. Okay. Grand, grand. Right. Why, did he, why did he get past surgery and leave his family and fake his death? Because the much pressure was being exerted on him and his family too much being pressure on him. Someone handed his little kid brother a bomb in the fucking opening sequence. But, 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 but Speed Racer goes off and does that. And it was without a mask. But that's what the film's about. The film is about how Speed managed to then fight back where his brother felt he couldn't and his brother felt he failed. Speed changed the game, literally. That's what the film's about. And Racer X had to get involved because his brother had put his family back at the same degree of risk as it had been before 
Yeah, if Racer X didn't exist, then Speed probably would have dropped out. It's the fact that he shows up and says, hey, we're actually investigating the corruption on the inside, and Racer X is our guy in the inside. That's the only reason it actually goes ahead at all. But that's what the film's Inspector about. It's Detector how Speed manages to, to fight back against his I wanted his to great... see his ID cards <laughs> when he was like Private Detector, Lieutenant Detector. Detective I, I want to see a film about the the guy with the white hair. The racer. You only see him in like two shots. Who, who was like yeah, you see him, you see him shaving. Great ghost. You see him shaving and then you see him hunched up on the car and somebody's taking a photo of him hunched up on the car and yeah, it's great. Then, then one one group gets paid in diamonds, one group gets paid in money, and then one group gets paid in fur. What? Yeah. Uh, how ridiculous! Like the money. Kev, Kev, this this is right up your street, though. All this kind of stuff. I know, this, I know. This it is. Baffling it is, that, isn't it? Though it is. It's like this is this is literally your jam. And yeah, you just weird gags and characters and like you yeah, know, it's this, so this weird. Is your shit, it's like hundred yeah. percent my jam, and I hated every second of it. Yeah. Is you're exactly right, Brian. It's exactly my jam because yeah. you know that kind of stuff I like. You know that kind of you love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love this like, broad, goofy, silly stuff. Yeah, and gangs. I'm just hired hitmen, all like you know, you know race yeah. against time, whatever. It's it's a bizarre it's a bizarre thing that I actually like, but for some reason I have this thing for movies and TV shows and stuff where there's multiple characters. Like Dirk Dirk Gently is a really good example of it. All the different gangs come together. Happy is another example of it. I just, it's just funny that I really loved like the Warriors and uh, the Wanderers and all this type of stuff back in the day. And then Speed Racer has like three, three teams of hired assassins and different things. I love that stuff. I hated this movie. And that's why you got to watch it again. I'm not. I'm not. I think we're gonna we're gonna hit you with clips of it. You're gonna I'll, I'll give you my Blu-ray copy. Go, you won't have to rent it. You're gonna see sections yeah. of it. We're gonna send you clips of it. You're gonna go. Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool moment. Undeniably, I didn't like the movie, but that moment's great. And we're gonna hit you with enough of those moments that you'll go. Actually, turns out ninety percent of this film is watchable. I, th- I think he watched it too late at night. It seems like he was cranky when he was watching. I it. wasn't it's, cranky. It was, I was, it was overstimulating. I, I wasn't. I was fed. Did your food arrive late? No, 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 no. Was there the, a problem with the, your order? The food arrived perfect. So you were full and sleepy. It, you needed it, a nap. It, it came to the he, door. Aiden, he it came to nap. the door. I didn't have to go anywhere after he, three he deliveries went wrong the last couple of weeks. It came to the door, and I was able to. And it was a beautiful pizza. It was a beautiful pizza. And I and I, I, I you're I you're so Donald Trump right now. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> you're so Donald Trump right now. You're doing this. You're doing this with your fingers. It was, it, it was pizza. It was a perfect pie. The pizza. The pizza was beautiful. I this eat, film. I eat maybe, this film was garbage. I eat maybe thirty-two pizzas. The pizza. The the pizza but, was beautiful, uh, but this film. But um, yeah, no, like kind of, it was a good night. Don't get me wrong. And I was actually going to watch the Solar Opposites episode that was released yesterday before. Uh, speed racer but then i was just like no what you know what i'm gonna go straight into speed racer i'm ready and i he was not I ready just did not enjoy it guys i didn't enjoy it and i'm so sorry i can't come like kind of i can't tickle it did you play f-zero x at all as a kid yeah i had a normal childhood up i had a normal life up until last <laughs> night apologize apologize the two of you actually no because you're wrong <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm, apolo- I'm, a- I'm sorry that Kev is wrong and a bad sport. Thank you, Brian. A-, a grumpy. Thank you, Brian. Wasn't so hard, Aiden. No, I said I apologize that you're. No, a I bad accept your apology, Brian. <laughs> uh, guys, I just didn't. Enjoy- I, I, I did. Enjoy- I did. Like, like I don't know. Like, I could keep on pointing on things. I'm sorry that you weren't ready for all that was laid out in front of you. <laughs> I'm sorry you were overwhelmed. 
But if you can, yep. if you overstimulated, can just relax and calm just down. find it in your heart. You know it to be true. It's a great movie. Try it again tonight. No, 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 no. It's How long awful. is your rental for? You, your rent's probably for 48 hours, is it? Pardon? Is your rental for 48 hours? Doesn't matter. I'm going to watch... I'm gonna, I'm you gonna, can watch it 16 more times. No, I'm, you, know, I, you know what I'd rather do? You know if I, you've got it for 48 hours, you, know you can watch it 16 do? I'd rather watch Justice League again. You don't mean that. Don't say now. something that hateful. I hear. I know. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it, guys. Why would you say something Why so controversial? Something? And I really didn't like Justice League. No, I I watched I watched these movies, and I put my phone away and I put my iPad away and I watched these movies. Maybe to be honest, maybe I could I couldn't afford to spend four hours watching Justice League again. Uh, I'd watch I'd watch two hours and fifty minutes of it before I'd watch Speed Racer again though. Maybe, I even dislike Animatrix now. Take a That's shot every time the car spins. Speed Every time he jumps, every time he the jumps, jump take a shot. The jump jet things are great as well. I love the sound effect. Thanks. And like, because they're, cause they're solid, there's a friction as they make contact with the ground. So by the time they've lifted off, they've had enough contact to be sort of red, glowing <sighs> hot. Like, this film's thought through. You're fucking with me. Okay, so next week, my list of films to watch are... They Live, Big Trouble in Little China, Love and Monsters, Stowaway. Uh, in the vein of Big Trouble in Little China and They Live, it also occurred to me, Streets of Fire? Is that? Mm-hmm. Is that the yeah, way we've I've seen that, but we were talking about that recently yep. enough in, in the, terms in, of Streets yeah. of Rage. In the batteries. And how there's a sort of, like, an inspirational connection there and we're sort of in the sort of, like, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. New York mob or New York, New York gangland is Will the Foe sorry Will the Foe isn't the protagonist in Streets of Fire though is he we don't have a Marvel show lined up we don't have Invincible I'm going to suggest something go on no I don't know what but you're not suggesting anything oh you're just vaguely saying you're going to message us with something that we have to watch and comment I'm going to suggest something because because he offended me last night. Go on. No, I don't know what I'm going to suggest. Oh, he's got nothing. I'm still, I'm still coming over the trauma of last night. I, I just think it's the shock of the new. You know, you're like one of those people that sat in a theater for the first time and saw a train coming at him. You're, you've run out screaming, but you'll calm down, and you'll realize that cinema's pretty good. And I think he just needed a nap, to be honest, after his food, and he just, he just wasn't ready. He was overstimulated. I think it was overstimulating, overstimulating my outrage center. <laughs> His outrage gland is so swollen right now. It is. It's engorged. 